All right. I think we are live. I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to find it too. There it is. I think I, I thought I saw it. Is it on your page? Yes, it is. And for those that have joined us, we are figuring this out. We can really figure this out. Okay, Felicia's growing. That's hi, Felicia. Okay, I see it. All right. So I'm going to share this to my page. Okay. Now bear with us as we as we travel through technology. Reading me on your uh, on your chat. Huh? Oh, I was saying mute on your side for the background noise. All right, I found this, Sharice. I hope you found it. Did, did, did you find it? Yes, I'm sharing now. Good for you. Well, you can tell who the person with uh, the least amount of technology knowledge is. <laughs> Hater. Let's see. All right. Okay. We got a couple people jumped on with us. I need you guys to uh, share the broadcast for us so we can see if we're doing if we're doing right here. It looks like everything is working perfectly fine. I see Felicia made a comment on here so I can finally see comments on my section, on my side. Okay. Okay, so Sean says I can't see you in the camera. Which which way? <laughs> which way? I don't know. It's weird because I can see you quite well, but I think on you the face. I can't see. I can't even see me. Like at all. I mean, I can see parts of me. Come on, Felicia says she has seven minutes. Well, I'm so sorry, Felicia. You're going to have to catch the recording because we'll probably be on here a lot longer than seven minutes. Okay, Sean says that's better. And you guys forgive us because our comments are, we're finding they're about a minute delayed on our side. So she said that's much better, Cherise. I think it is okay. too. Uh, I can see it now on my Okay, phone. I'm moving over. I'm, like I'm trying to. Okay, so you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with this uh with this issue for long. Good news is, she said four more. Then I got a lunch too. Okay, Felicia, we got you. All right, Sharice, you let me know when you're ready because I've I've been on ready. I know you're you're always ready. I think this is right. Can she see me now? Is this? I think I moved over. Yeah. Um. I think you moved in the in the wrong direction. You were fine where oh. you were the first time. You think I moved in the wrong direction? Yes. I'll tell you what. While you figure that out, how about we do this? Thanks, everybody, for joining us for our very first <laughs> Candid and Crucial Conversations. As you can tell, uh, <laughs> we, 
we get plenty of laughs in our conversations every day. I'm hoping to keep uh, Therese on a very, very short lease right. today. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's very likely that she will get very loose, and I'll just reel her right on back in uh, to make sure that we keep it uh, PG at all times. Okay? How about that? That'd be great, guys. <laughs> you think is that hot water that you sipping? Please say yes. What? I'm over, I think I'm over right now, Therese. Stop yes. focusing on where you're sitting at. I can hear you. That's what's most important right you now. You need to see me as well as hear me. <laughs> I'm visual. I just want you to know that we are four minutes in and you spent all of those minutes trying to figure out how to get straight on with the camera. Can we <laughs> I still can't see. <laughs> okay. This is going to be hilarious. I can tell you that right now. All right. Jackie joined so check this out. Let's let's give everybody like just uh, a little bit of backdrop because they probably figure they're trying to figure out right now like where is all of this coming from, right? Like so, yesterday we had a brief conversation, um, and for those of you that don't know, um, the Dominate community, uh, we ended the Dominate community. When was it? November or December? One of those of uh, 2018. And so Sharice was saying that she would rather still have some type of platform that we can. You know, still hold each other accountable, still talk business, still have our uh, our calls. And my light bulb went off. I said, well, I have a great idea. Let's do a podcast. And Sharice had no clue about it. Um, but here we are. Here we are. I'm game. So we are going to, um, oh, Felicia says she's still devastated. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but I think that this is a much better um a much better option for everybody because then uh, we can get more people to participate. Of course, um, our podcast is going to be directed to uh, women that are entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, business owners, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's who we're speaking to. Uh, now, we're not going to discriminate. Men can listen to the information, but uh, the idea here is that we want to talk to uh, more like-minded uh, women, you know, like ourselves. So uh, we'll just have regular conversations like we always do, uh, typically every day around, what'd you say, six, seven o'clock in the morning? In the morning, yep. If you don't have friends that wake up before 4 a.m., you need to find you some new friends. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. That's what I told you. <laughs> Crystal yeah. would call and she would say, are you up? And I was like, it's six o'clock. Of course I'm up. And yeah. if you don't have people up before then, you ain't got real friends. Your, your friends probably not doing nothing if they're not up before that time. Uh, anyway, so today is going to serve as our, our introductory podcast because some people may know us. Some people may not know us. They may know what we do. They may not know what we do. Uh, so the idea here is, of course, to kind of give you a little backdrop and then drop some nuggets uh, in between, you know, those conversations as well. Sharice, um, you want to go or you want me to just roll on out? I'm going first because I'm brief and you can continue talking. So <laughs> great. <laughs> the rest of the call. So hello everyone. I'm Sharice Chappelle uh, Gordon. I am a serial entrepreneur. I met, well, I guess we can talk about how we met. I'm a serial, yeah. serial entrepreneur, um, attorney, accountant, uh, interior designer. Um, I've had multiple businesses in the past and uh, I enjoy entrepreneurship. I've also had corporate jobs um, and so business, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 22. I was raised around entrepreneurs. Um, so um, 
Back then, everybody called it a side hustle. So everybody in my family just about Back then, they didn't want Now I'm hot. They all so love everybody. <laughs> so everybody uh, in my family, just about, most of my cousins have some type of side hustle. My parents did. Uh, so um, again, raising around entrepreneur. And I'm just, you know, still exploring. And I love the word entrepreneurship. So this this podcast is great. It's the thing on all things entrepreneurship. Some of the stuff we go through as women, some of the um, the things people won't tell you about. And I told Crystal, this would just be about the process because a lot of times people always see it at the end and they just want to say, look, I made it. And so a lot of times people want to know, what did you do to make it? And it's really, um, it's a process. So you just go through and this is basically our way of getting through this process and what we do when we come up with problems, how we solve them, uh, how we think through them, um, how we decide on a new business venture, not to take, how do we end the business venture, when to do that. So I'm excited about this uh, podcast. And that's it. Well, well, well. You just took all of my talking points, Sharice. That's just how you do it. Oh, did I? And we didn't even rehearse this. I know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, what she said. So I, I've known Cerise for a good good bit of time now, and I, um, you know, when we when we started to you know click on the lines of business, I figured I should probably communicate with her for as as long as she would allow, because she is you know she's quite smart. So I pull pull a lot of uh, ideas and energy from her. Um, but you know, Cerise gave you her backdrop. So um, for those that don't know, I used to you know work in corporate America as um, a physical scientist for um, the Department of Defense. And I pretty much got tired of, you know, having a job. I grew up around entrepreneurship pretty much all my life. My dad has always, you know, been an entrepreneur. Of course, he works as well. But I just I watched him, you know, create multiple businesses like all of my life. And it got to a point where I felt like, you know, I wanted to, you know, just do business ownership full time. Um, and it's funny because the, the furlough just ended. But that's when it really st struck a nerve for me. Um, to want to do entrepreneurship full time is when I was working for the government and I was actually, uh, I was furloughed and I couldn't believe that somebody had literally just, you know, told me, hey, we'll call you back when we're ready for you to come back. And for me, that was, um, that was a definitely a turning point, you know, for me to decide to, you know, figure out what I wanted to do, um, you know, in the future as it relates to entrepreneurship. Uh, thankfully, uh, in 2015, uh, my husband got the opportunity to open his own uh, state farm agency. And so uh, I found that as my gateway, <laughs> the open door to get out of the government. <laughs> so I left. <laughs> and uh, pregnant and all. That was crazy. Man, entrepreneurship is nuts. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I left and um, I started creating other businesses. I you know, created my own brand, Dominate with Crystal. Um, that has started to morph into other businesses. I now own a logistics company, uh, Dominate Logistics, of which uh, I own a fleet of vans that deliver uh, packages for Amazon. So, And I'll continue to create stuff for as long as I can create because uh, I eat, sleep, and breathe entrepreneurship. I, I probably would consider myself, Cerise is the same. She's a serial entrepreneur. So uh, we just like entrepreneurship, and I know that there are so many um, so many women out there that e are either in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship, thinking about entrepreneurship, or already in it, and I don't necessarily feel like there is a, um, 
a platform, so to speak, for us to uh, learn and share with each other, share ideas, uh, information, and you know, um, continue to grow our businesses. So that's why we're here. That's a backdrop. I feel like that was that was that was pretty good, huh, Sharice? What you think? Mm -hmm. That was good. That was good. Okay, great. Did not I see? Did, yeah, did, uh, it's we gonna stay as candidates. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, everyone, Crystal is a technical genius. She's all things social media. She's all things tech savvy. I, however, am not. Absolutely not. We already so, discussed this, though. How about this? We said, it was when we did the text, I said, you for all your phones, how many phones you got? Is the trap phone on silent? Because I should have asked you to, to put yeah, the trap phone on silent, not your personal phone. They, 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 all on silent. Let's talk about let's talk about the trap. I'm so glad I said that. Right now, this is what we call trapping season, right? This is trapping season. I just got out of trapping season in my business, which was the uh, what we call peak season, holiday season for package delivery. Thank God that's over with. Uh, yeah. And now Sharice has entered into her trap season, which is which is tax season. So oh. Tax season, y'all. Today is the first Friday of um, the first Friday since filing. W-2s, uh, since the IRS started e-filing, and it's usually our busy time this Friday and this Saturday. Everybody gets the W-2s probably by the 31st. So we have waves in, in the tax business. You got a wave of people that come the very first week, get all that over with, then it settles down, then we have a, uh, another wave toward the end. But for the next couple of weeks, you know, long, long days and nights, so... Why we why we call and it that, the trap though, Therese? Why we call it the trap? It's the trap, um, not the negative connotation of the trap, but it literally is the trap because when you go in, like you could go in literally for one thing. I'm going in and I'm gonna do this. I'm filing. It's you get sucked in and you get you cannot leave. Like everything comes up, everything hits you all at once. You got the phone starts ringing. People have questions. Prepare. You know, stuff needs to get done. Um, and it just goes on and on and you go in for what was an hour and you've been there 10 hours. And so it traps you, but you can have systems in place. Even, even sometimes with systems in place, you still can get trapped. I call it the black hole too, because it sucks you in sometimes, but you can still get trapped and, and sucked in even with systems sometimes in place. Well, I'm so glad we're talking about systems. <laughs> Because we're here now. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um, I think that that's um, I think that's something that we talk about all the time is how to set up, you know, the right types of systems to help to help our businesses, you know, function properly. And sometimes I think that's how we end up in the trap is is we just start doing um, we start doing everything right. Like, yeah. And as women, I think that um, so that's a good thing for us, you know, in some cases, and then in other cases doing everything can get us trapped in our businesses. And so, um, you know, Sharice and I, we are the same as in, you know, we're both entrepreneurs, but uh, we do have a lot of differences as it relates to, you know, our lifestyles. And so for me, um, of course, I have two small kids, uh, spouse and, you know, multiple businesses running. And for me, the trap was making, uh, making myself the end all be all for every problem that existed in all of my businesses. And as women, you know, we're already like created to be, you know, nurturers, so to speak. And so it's so easy for us to go into a situation and immediately like say, okay, I'm going to fix it or I can do it. I can do this. I can do that. 
And um, I want you to speak to that, Sharice, because I know um, specifically in your tax business, I know at one particular point in time you were in the all be all for everything. And so mm-hmm. we're both in the same space right now where we're trying to transition out of being that one point person uh, for all of our businesses, because it's very difficult to run multiple businesses and and be it all of them. And be it all. So what 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 do you have to say towards that? And then tell us what maybe you're doing to... To that end, Crystal, right. I want to say, now don't get it twisted. You need to know how your business runs. So you need to spend time to know, you know, how to do uh, multiple things. But for me, in a tax business, it was almost detrimental because I have an undergraduate degree in accounting. I'm an accountant. I've done taxes since I was 18 years old. I'm older than that now, but I've done taxes since then. And so I use it because I get, I'm so detail oriented that I probably spend way more time and I take taxes a lot more seriously than, you know, just an average preparer or a preparer who, you know, just does it seasonally. So uh, I'm a, I'm a trained accountant. So for me, that was a trap because, you know, I would get in and spend way too much time, even too much time to even be profitable but you know so I would have to have to so I had to back away and even when I saw stuff I'm just like you know everything is not important too so um I'm I'm having to learn the difference and you know letting some stuff go yeah because I want everything right I want everything done you know to the to the t to the letter almost perfectionist but when you moving um, fast moving taxes, moving numbers, moving a lot of business, moving a lot of people in and out. You you just don't have time to do all that. Yeah. And so, um, so do know your business. Now we're not saying get in a business and don't know how it operates. Right. You, know, you you need to know how it operates in case something happens. You can you can you know either train somebody or get somebody else in. But like Crystal said, don't get trapped in there. And I think even you know I think about owned another company that I wasn't so familiar with. It may have been different. I wouldn't have gotten trapped so easily. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had opened, I'm not a doctor. I had no, no anything better, but I opened up a medical clinic. I would strictly have been focused on the numbers and uh, productivity and not so much, you know, the. I want to make sure the patients are cared for, but a clinic probably would have been more profitable for me than a tax business. And you wouldn't have been doing probably the actual, the actual, actual work. Yeah. You know, Cause when you got to step away from the work and it's hard to step away from the work when you know the work and you went, you enjoy, you the, enjoy. the work. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what happened, um, you know, with, um, with me initially. So in the, in the first business in our, our insurance agency, um, you know, I was doing everything, you know, I came in fully licensed, you know, knowing how to, you know, write all of the policies and um, the intent, you know, was for me to be the office manager. And in most cases, uh, the office manager doesn't necessarily do everything that I did, you know, from, you know, writing policies, maintaining, you know, um, customer issues and, um, you know, in the in the background, making sure that all the books are kept, all the bills are paid, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's probably more so of what I should have been doing and then handling high level problems. But I was, you know, top sales person, office manager person, you know, whoever they needed. Me Janitor. <laughs> whoever. You know, I was literally doing everything. And it got to the point where. I realized that when I wasn't present at the office, then I'm still getting calls. And I knew then, you know, that I wasn't necessarily setting up a system that could function um, without me. 
So I had to figure out ways to, you know, put processes in place to say, okay, when I'm not here, this is what you do. And sometimes in, in entrepreneurship, especially when you're branching out to the point where now you're bringing on employees and it's not like just you, it's also important that you transition, um, you know, some of those roles and responsibilities to um, the people that you're going to hire. Because at the end of the day, right. if you hire somebody, you also have to trust that they can legitimately do the job. Otherwise, you shouldn't have hired them in the first place. Um, and I think that was some of my fault in the beginning stages of, of mm -hmm. you know, business ownership is just thinking, okay, I just need warm bodies in the room, not realizing that they legitimately have to have the opportunity to, you know, try and get it right. They may not, you know, the first time or they may not do it to your liking the first time, but it's important that um, you give them the chance to either get it right or, or mess it up. And then we can, you know, we can correct or tweak. Um, but, you know, going back to the trap, I think that's how we get trapped, right? Even, you know, with both of us, we both, you know, have employees, but there were, you know, stages in some of, in, in our businesses where we employ people, but we still did their we work. still did the work. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure it's right, because everything has to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? And it really, you know, it really don't. It like, in, in entrepreneurship, the freeing part is you can trust that people can, can, work for you. And if they don't get it right, we have to, you know, trust that eventually they will. But the only right way we got it right is by failing first. Um, and in entrepreneurship, that's so huge to be able to, um, you know, take opportunities of quote unquote failure and learn from them to the point where you know what mistakes or, or avenues or what have you that you won't go down in, in, uh, in the future. And also, Crystal, when you when you when you're training them and teaching them, sometimes they are so afraid of making mistakes because they're afraid of your reaction as the boss or as mm -hmm. you know as the person who hired them. So yeah. you know they don't want to make mistakes, so they keep asking questions. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've had to adjust how I responded, you know, and just back away and let them make the same mistake. So they say, "Oh, you know, once they make the mistake, their first." Um, action needs to be to figure out how to fix it instead of calling me. Yeah, yeah. And we also have to set, you know, as entrepreneurs, and, and this is um, uh, for sure geared more towards the entrepreneurs that do have employees, is you do have to have some type of process in place. Uh, so I always would tell, you know, my, my people, look, if you, if you come across an issue, first thing you should do is think of three solutions, right? Think of three things that you can do on your own that you can implement without my help. Because typically, even though there, there may be a problem, there may be an issue, you know, something may arise, you can come up with at least a minimum of two, right? A minimum of two solutions. Right. I'm asking for three, but I feel like by the time they get to number two, they'll have their solution. So I, that's my process, you know, in all of my businesses. Try at least steps one, two, and three before you call me. Now, that might not work for everybody, but either way, it's reasonable. Huh? Oh no! Keep going. Oh, I was just saying that that might not work for um that might not work for everybody, but that works for my processes. Because to to me, in order for me to create new leaders in my businesses, I have to make sure that um they can think on their own. Right. And if we tell them everything to do, if we tell them um you know how to do things every time it's time to do something, I don't necessarily think that they'll grow you know as leaders inside of our businesses. So that's strictly, of course, to the people that you know, do have employees. I'm thinking maybe now, Cerise, you probably want to kind of, you know, speak on the, maybe the solo entrepreneur um, level of how to maintain tasks as a, as a solo entrepreneur, because you have businesses like this. Yeah, and, and just real quick, I wanted to say when 
a lot of times we want to make them many, many me's. Employees, we want to make them many me's. And so it took took a while to realize that you can train them, you can train people, but, you know, to do what you want to do. But, you know, to have somebody to be a many you is uh, an unfair expectation on them. Yeah. And so it sets you know, you up and Chris was the person that hired them for failure. Yeah. So the solo thing. So I find it, and this is probably more so in service-based businesses where this solo thing gets really like solopreneur. Um, you know, if you're a lawyer, they want to see the lawyer. They don't, you know, they're coming to see you. Accountant. A lot of times I, people will only deal with me. You know, you, you build relationships with them. Um, you know, I have a product, which is definitely a product-based business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a product, which I sell, which, you know, is still mine, but it could be sold without me having hands on it. But when you're, you know, a service-based business, tax law, dentist, doctor type, um, that's, that's, that's a lot harder business because people are dealing with you. They want to deal with you. And it's even harder to, because they're paying for your expertise in an area, in a matter, and it's even harder to step away. Um, you know, if you're a stylist, if you are a, um, a, a barber, or, you know, a hairstylist, a clothes stylist, makeup artist, mm-hmm. you know, they are hiring you. So you have to perform that service. So I think it's even harder to scale that type of business and step away. But you can't. It can be done. I was about to say. I mean, going back to the trap, though. Here's here's what I always force. I try to force you to do. Set boundaries. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it. You know, we are. um, I mean, there's some things that I do that requires you know me specifically to be there or be present, Mm -hmm. or I have to do the work. I get that. Um, But there's also a boundary that we can set, right? Like he can stay. I don't. You know, um, which is the reason why we talk about talking about the trap and, and trap phones. You know what I'm saying? I got I got two phones. <laughs> one for the um, one, 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 one. No, three, no, no, no. one for the one. <laughs> I got two phones, okay? One phone, you know what I'm saying, that I have is specifically um, you know, for my family, you know, for people that I love and cherish and care about. You know, not everybody has that phone number. Um, and then the other phone is strictly business, you know, like I'm you're not gonna get my personal line, if I know that my relationship was created with you um, through business. And that's just, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I operate. So even, you know, with the solo entrepreneurs, you know, it's it's so much easier for you to stay out of the trap if you begin with setting boundaries. And the only reason why we're advising this right now, because we started the wrong way. Yeah. You know, everybody had our one phone number. Um, it wasn't until I created the second business that I realized, whoa, wait a minute now. You know, now upwards of um, I have over 30 employees now, um, you know, I'm, I'm having to make all kinds of phone calls, all kinds of business transactions. And I knew that I wanted to be able to separate that. That is no way I wanted my, my phone to be ringing off the hook all times of night or throughout the day um, from that business. So I, I created a boundary, but only because I had did it the wrong way the first time, you know, with the insurance agency. It was new. You know, entrepreneurship was new and I wanted to make sure that I succeeded. I wanted to make sure that um, that that the business, you know, was going to sustain us. So anybody and everybody can have my phone number if they wanted something to do with insurance. It was just like, you need a quote, call me on this number, you know, send me a text or, you know, call me on the weekends. I'm answering the phone at nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night doing quotes. 
and it got outrageous to the point where I can't even, you know, go to the grocery store without somebody asking me about insurance. And it was because I didn't set proper boundaries to say, when I'm in this place, this is when I do this business. And as an entrepreneur, sometimes um, we want to take a sale everywhere we at, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Speak to that. Because right. Teresa Pell is in the trunk at all times. <laughs> all times, all times. Just to... <laughs> But, but yeah. there has to be a boundary, though, right, Sharice? Like, yeah, it has to be yeah. boundaries. And I, I was one of, I did not want two phones. I, but Crystal's absolutely right because when people have your personal, and for me, it's, it was hard to set boundaries because, you know, I wanted to make sure everybody, you know, you just want to get all the business. You want to make sure your customer's satisfied. So when they were a tax client who knew I was a lawyer would call me about a legal issue, you know, I need to send them an invoice because I have my personal numbers. I, I, I just need to ask you a quick question. I, I, I need to say, well, I need you to pay a retainer. You know, I, I need you to charge because I need to charge you for this legal advice. It wasn't free. You know, I, I, that, that, that legal education was expensive. Wow. So even though it's quick, it's valuable for you, mm -hmm. even though it's easy for me, but you got to pay for the time that it took to become easy. It didn't become easy overnight. It took me right. years. It took four years of college, three years of law school, and then 15 years of practice. Oh, is that a, is that is that is that a notification, Crystal? That ain't my phone. Oh, okay, that wasn't you. Was my, probably my, one of mine. Uh, but <laughs> notifications. Um, I mean, it took all those years, fifteen years of experience for that answer that you think was easy that, that comes to me so quick. Yeah. So I, you know, so I had to start taking or uh, adding, knowing that. It's valuable to you. And I need to charge you a retainer. I don't care if it took me 2.5 seconds to answer and I knew the answer. Hello. Um, they didn't, they didn't care about getting that, that bill from law school. They ain't care about that. that no. Who, Navian, Sally May, and whoever else, they don't, they don't care about any of that. So, um, you know, you I just had to, because I had so many bids. And then, um, if you all don't know, I'm also an interior designer. That is my newest business. And I'm taking my time more so in this business just so I can make sure I um I do it right and not do because y'all a lot of times we start business we don't know what we do we just start doing stuff you know we have no plan we just know we want a business and we need a building we sign a lease we pay rent we get employed we start you know we don't have to do a whole thing about marketing but not so much marketing but just we just put ourselves out there and just all over the place and yep. so I know now, I know better now, and I know there's a better way to do business and to start entrepreneurship. So I'm really taking my time in this interior design business because that's my passion. That's my newest thing. And that's what I really love. And uh, I want to do that right. So, yeah. And I think know. we we both have, you know, um, we've, we've started several businesses. So even, I mean, I... Full-blown entrepreneurship, yes. The insurance agency was that, you know, uh, for us. And then, of course, moving on to the logistics business, like that's full-blown entrepreneurship. But even prior to then, as I was um, still an employee, I had, you know, what we call side pieces, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to, I don't know if we want to share all of our terminology with the audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we have, uh, we have what we call side piece businesses, too. And um, the the... Other businesses that I had taught me how to be a, a better full-time entrepreneur, um, you know, because I've done I've done network marketing. My husband and I used to um, breed show dogs. We did dog shows, you know, like we've we, T-shirts. We did t um, everything, you know what I'm saying? And like everything we've done taught us and is still teaching us how to be 
you know, uh, better full-time entrepreneurs. And so not that we're giving, you know, this, this information out now or having these discussions now um, as if we're like some uh, full-blown experts. What we are saying, we've made so many mistakes in the past that still we, like, and we still make them every day. But um, I'm thinking now as we're able to share this information both, you know, with each other and now with the, um, a new audience via this this podcast, um, we're going to be able to tweak, um, I guess, uh, some of these mistakes into uh, some great learned lessons that everybody can can learn from and then avoid in the beginning stages right. um, of your businesses. Lemoyne said we made a lot of money from the dog. We did, Lemoyne, uh, but I'm not going back down <laughs> that road. <laughs> Our Facebook Live audience is... Uh, is commenting now. My husband happened to jump on. You do know that this is a women's podcast, Lamont. But, so <laughs> but you can watch, Lamont. You can watch. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. You can learn from us too. And all the men, uh, welcome, welcome. This, I mean, men need to watch too. They have wives. Yeah, they um, do. Girlfriends, sisters, moms. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. for, just encourage them to watch the podcast yeah. and um and join us. Ask questions. Submit questions. Um, uh, because you know when when the women, you know. Uh, prosper, everybody prosper. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. The whole house. Ooh, I hear you. That's what I'm. My whole about. house. My whole household prosper. Prosper. <laughs> I prosper. You know. Hello. I I would take that for mine too. Uh, but no, I mean, just jumping jumping back to uh, where we were with the trap and the, the whole reason why, um, you know, I feel like we're we even um, like jumped on this idea is because. I think that we can save a lot of trouble for a lot of people that are, um, you know, beginning entrepreneurs. And then, of course, like in the meat of entrepreneurship and then excelling or beginning to excel to next level, um, next level entrepreneurship. And it's because, um, you know, we have touched a lot of different types of businesses. And so even though every business operates differently, I truly believe that the core principles um, of business uh, can can like they can be transferable through, you know, our businesses. And like I say all the time, I'm a processes and systems junkie. And I think that the same processes that I've used to, you know, create businesses in the past are the same processes that I'm using now and fine tuning and perfecting to make, you know, my future, my current and my future businesses to be successful. Um, but not, not getting trapped per se. I think we found, we found the, um, we found the name for today's podcast series, the trap. The trap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But you know what? Even not in entrepreneurship, uh, Crystal, because people can get trapped in in uh, being an employ employee, and they really want to be an employer. So I, I think I think it, it works. Yeah. No, uh, the the trap on the employee side that's gonna <laughs> is a whole different trap. Because <laughs> I look, it's gonna take some some holy oil and some other stuff to get people out. Because really, what what we're really trapped in in both situations is mindset. Right. Yeah. Um, so definitely there's employee mindset and then there is employer mindset. And so um, even though I've been like a full blown entrepreneur now for a little over three and a half years, um, I was an employee for um, seven years because uh, I basically had one real job straight out of college. So I you know, worked for somebody for seven, um, seven straight years. And it's taking still some time for me to you know, adjust to full-time entrepreneurship because there's some things that I still do that is of an employee um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not delegating tasks, correct? Is one. Yeah. One of an employee. 
Um, as an employer, we, we have to know, even in the solo entrepreneur lane, so this goes for everybody, even if it's just you, yourself, your computer, and your cell phone, or whatever the case may be, you can still delegate tasks. Um, there are resources out there. You can get other folks to check your email. You can have a, a, a phone answering service. You can have somebody else to do your marketing for you. Like there are still other ways to delegate because you don't have to be the end all be all, um, you know, for your business just because it's you. It's just, you just got to pay for other people to do some things that don't necessarily excite you. And, um, that's what used to frustrate me the most in, in entrepreneurship is that I was doing so many different tasks that I hated. Um, in insurance, I love sales. Like I like to sell, but I didn't want to do cleanup work. You know, I didn't want to do um, you know the the little nagging customer issues and stuff like that or whatever. But there were other people that could handle that kind of stuff well. But I wasn't letting them do it because I didn't know how to delegate. So, Crystal, do you think even I think our entrepreneur? I mean, if we're being honest here, this is candid and crucial conversations. If we're being uh, honest here. Some okay. of that is pride that because we feel like nobody can do it quite like us. Like we are like the above all be I we do it right. Y'all do it wrong. So let me just do it. Cause I, I mean, how many times have we said by the time I teach them or show her or him, this, 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 this I would have just had it done. Correct. Long term. Uh, that's going to hurt you. Short term, it feels real good. The pride, right, right, right. I get that. And I, I do agree that it is pride. And I also want to add to that and say that it's also fear. Yep. Fear in the sense that if I'm an entrepreneur, that means this is, this you know, if I don't have multiple businesses. This the only bucket. This the bucket. And if you can't mess up my bucket, if you feel like it's holes in your bucket, you losing right. two, $3 out of your bucket because somebody didn't went off on your customer or somebody didn't do a policy right or, you know, somebody didn't do a package right. You know what I'm saying? I need every last one of my coins. Like all of them. <laughs> and I the pennies. Like, I, I want all of Yeah. I want the IOUs. <laughs> I want, <laughs> give me me. And I think that's what messes us up, you know, as, as, um, you know, as being entrepreneurs is that sometimes we're just so afraid that, um, if, they, if I let them handle my top customer, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine if, if one of your tax clients, one of your top tax clients gets jacked up by an employee, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that, it, where is the word of mouth now from that person? Cause right. if that person go out and say that her staff is not adequate. I think some of that is what makes us, you know, hold so tight to, um, you know, doing things a certain way or our way uh, in our businesses. But at the end of the day, honestly, you, that's a chance you got to take. You know, entrepreneurship is yeah. full of risk. And, and we have to be able to risk um, our little babies, our little coins, our little customers mm -hmm. uh, with, with our employees. Or you with, may have to lose some to gain, some, gain you, a lot more. You're going to have to lose some. You're going to have to lose a whole handful of, you're going to have to lose a lot of them to get your people right. And at the end of the day, that's how we got right. We messed up a that's whole bunch of times. And we are not allowing our employees to get there. And sometimes, you know, that, you know, you think that your customers will not make it without you. But then that one time when you say, I'm okay, I'm gonna let you handle this customer and they like it and they just move on. And, you know, you're like, Oh, okay. So that went all right. And, you know, it might hurt a little because you know, yeah. it's not me, but that, the customer experience at the end is what, um, is what yeah. matters. And I think we just have to be better at, you know, um, at training as well, you know, to be able to, um, 
you know, to transition our employees into, you know, positions um, that, that allow them to, you know, operate the same way that, that we do. Otherwise, we hey, stay in the trap. Hmm? So, Crystal, I'm looking at the comments and Amanda had a question. Okay, what she got? Um, she said, how long did it take you to realize you needed to set boundaries? How did you go about explaining this to your employer, your customer employees? Well, for me, well, that's not this. For me, I just got tired. For me, it, it took me boundaries when I realized I just can't do it all. And stuff started just really nagging and getting on my nerves. But I should have done it way before it got to that point. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I just, it, sometimes I set boundaries because I couldn't be there and I realized, hey, it went on without me. So that forced me, hey, if you could do this without me, then maybe you could do more. So that forced me to set boundaries. Um, and then my my personal space and time, like I value my time. You know, Crystal mentioned that she um, she has a, a spouse and kids. I don't, I don't have either, but I love my time with my family. I love to travel. And so I needed to be able to control and set my time and enjoy it when I'm not in a trap. Yeah. So that, um, that's what would help me to set boundaries. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a great question, Amanda. And I'm, I'm glad that you asked it. I, um, I've had multiple experiences and I have not been, um, great at setting boundaries all the time. If anything, I probably just got halfway decent at it probably five minutes ago. Um, which is why it's so it's just so ironic that we started our first podcast with the trap. So as women, um, like I like I, you know, began with earlier, um, we do seem to think that we need to, you know, be a part of everything. Like we need to fix everything. We need to be there for everybody and do things. And um, sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a as a woman entrepreneur, um, our businesses become our babies, and um, they're so important to us, and we want them to to, to succeed, and we want to you know, make sure that everything is right to, you know, um, then stuff at home gets out of way. And so for me, um, you know, candid and, and crucial conversations, um, several different things happened with me. Number one, I realized that I wasn't making my marriage a priority. Uh, number two, I realized that I wasn't making my kids a priority. Um, and then the business still wasn't doing what it needed to do for me anyway. And I was like, man, you can't just lose. So you were, you were taking you know, all the way around. I'm taking punches, black eyes, you know what I'm saying? I got kicked in the gut, you know what I'm saying? I, all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, wait a minute, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is not where... Um, this is not where it's at. So, um, and then here, even recently, like even after all of this stuff, um, you know, that I realized, say, you know, a year or so ago, I still didn't quite get the lesson. And it took my, my six-year-old daughter to give me the lesson. Uh, so I, I told you guys, I, I have the Dominate Logistics business now. And when that business first started, I'm not going to lie to you guys, since August of last year, I pretty much like disappeared from you know, all things life. Um, it sucked me in. It was just, it was so new and I had to, you know, learn a new process, get um, new information about things I had no clue about, set up different processes, what have you. Um, and it just took me away from everything it was that I was doing, including my family. And then when we actually launched the business, I worked for seven weeks straight, seven days straight. And some days I wouldn't come home until, I mean, I would literally leave home. My kids were asleep and I would get back. And my kids would sleep. So I could only, you know, kiss them before I left and kiss them when I came back and even though I was at home. And um, this one particular day, I had to get some maintenance done on all of my vans. And so I didn't run any. And I, I um, stayed at home and I, I was getting dressed. And my daughter, my 60 year old daughter, Caitlin, walks in the room and she looks at me and she says, hi, mommy. 
but the tone in her voice was as if I was a stranger. And you know what I'm saying? I was like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, hi, Caitlin. You <laughs> know, she was like, man, I thought we were never gonna have pancakes again because of your new work. I don't know if my heart stopped beating or if I stopped breathing, but I was like, oh my God. You know, the very reason why I'm putting in all these hours and you know, doing these um, you know, these different things was to um was to make a better, you know, uh, current and future life for my girls. You know what I'm saying? And and here it is, these kids that I'm doing this for are looking like, man, I'm missing my mom, though. You know, hey, I, I know Lamorne is out here. I'm going to go ahead and put you out on Front Street. Kaylin, you know, she said daddy's pancakes were way too flat. So dad <laughs> is basically giving my girls cereal and milk every day for seven days straight. So it's either cereal or oatmeal. Like he ain't cooking nothing for breakfast. And so my baby girl's like, mom, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to get some cooked breakfast. I'm like, Kaylin, I'm telling you, breakfast is going to be here from here on out. And it was at that moment where I set real boundaries, man. I'm talking about real boundaries. So much so to the point. And it, and it made more sense for the business anyway. I didn't need to physically be there. As a matter of fact, my business is better because I'm not physically present there because my strong suit is being behind the scenes, looking at metrics, looking at numbers. I mean, Sharice told you, I mean, she said it, I didn't. She says I'm a technology guru, but the, the real reason here is I'm really good at looking at systems from behind the scenes. I was out at this place physically present doing physical work when I'm really gifted and, and created to do what I'm doing here now behind my computer, you know, looking at these reports and making sure that things are going right for the business. Like that's where I really, you know, operate at. And so now I'm no longer frustrated at, you know, when I come home or, um, you know, I'm being able to be here in, uh, Lemoyne says that's a new style of pancakes. <laughs> Not <baby. laughs> Them water down flat pancakes. It's like shit paper. And so <laughs> I'm just saying that to say my boundaries came really and truly because, um, the people that were most important to me were suffering. And I finally, you know, opened my eyes and, and realized that in, in entrepreneurship, you just can't lose sight. You know of um of why it is that you've decided to become an entrepreneur. I wanted to be an entrepreneur for time freedom, and then I went and trapped myself. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't make sense, you know. But you have to be yeah, real with pretty much a job. It, yes, that's what it was. Yes. That's what it was. And and I'm not in entrepreneurship, um, you know, to be at at the job. Like I'm there to you know create more opportunities for other people. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think that it, it is a blessing to be an entrepreneur because, I mean, we employ people, Sharice, and that's, um, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, we give people opportunities that they would not have um, if we didn't create these businesses or step mm -hmm. out on faith and, and make these risks that we make on a daily basis and take huge risks because people don't see. Lord Jesus, I need to write that down for our, another podcast. Behind the scenes of Behind the if I could just show you some invoices, Lord Jesus, that we have to touch, and you know what I'm saying, folks don't don't know none of what we have to deal with. Um, but we we do all of that, you know, to get the things that we really want, and then it's almost like we lose sight of it because we didn't set those boundaries in the beginning stages. Um, and I'm I'm declaring right here now, any new business that I create, it will be created with a strong foundation of systems and processes that don't um, force me. Uh, to be physically present all the time. And all the time. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you would, you'll, how many businesses you got now, Sharice? Four and a possible. 
For what I'm possible. We ain't playing space, but I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. We're not going to even mention, we got to do a whole uh, podcast on the real estate side. I mean, oh. that. I mean, that's a whole new we venture. Them, we can't tell them all our business on one. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that's, that's why for and impossible, you know. For and impossible, but you're right. But at the same time, um, it's really, you know, so I guess just to round out your question there, Amanda, it's it's important to know like what you're getting into in whatever business it is that you, you're, you know, going to venture into anyway, because some of them, um, they don't allow you to set um, mm-hmm. the same types of boundaries either. You know, like some of them really do require you to be physically present depending on what type of business it is that you're doing. Um, and so you have to keep that in sight. And if you are going to be physically present, how often are you going to be present? Because it's not now that I'm not physically present at my um, at my businesses. It's just I'm not present as often as I was um, because I realized um, as an entrepreneur, there are a lot of stresses that we have. And Adding on the stress of actually doing physical labor on top of that, I'm telling you, it will drive you nuts. Um, it really will. And you still have to revisit your boundaries because, yeah. you know, even though you set boundaries, you can find yourself down the slippery slope or going back because you were comfortable and you know it. So you still have to reevaluate those boundaries even once you set them. Like, uh, because it's still your business and it's important to you, like Crystal said, it's your baby. So, you can set a boundary and say, I'm never going to do this, this, and then all hell breaks loose. You go back to, to you know, put the fires out, if you know, and then that, that's also how, you know, you need more systems. Yep. So you go back and just be sure not to get trapped when you go back. Yeah. Just keep reevaluating those boundaries. I mean, it happens. So don't feel like, you know, you know, because I go to my place or because I'm there, you know, I'm not like a real entrepreneur. That is not. And, you know, all this Instagram and all these Facebook businesses, they make it look so, you know, easy. And, you know, if you're not making 100000 you're not doing something right. I made uh, 250 on my first count. Like, it may happen for one or two people, but it's a lot more work involved yeah. than that. Yeah. Definitely. So don't be fooled. Is is my advice today. Please don't. Please don't. Because I'm, I'm most definitely finding out that... Uh, entrepreneurship has its phases um there are yeah. different phases to it and sometimes it, it requires you um you know in some seasons to maybe um not have such tight boundaries you know yeah. um i don't in the beginning is one what is it in the beginning is one season like when you started you have to um not have yeah. i mean you have to be present like like you just said seven yeah. weeks straight seven yeah. Um, I mean, but you know your business, so you have to know it in order to step away from it. Right. And I, I'll say that I think I, I wouldn't necessarily change the fact that I was there, um, you know, seven days a week, seven days straight. Like, that's not really where I'm at. But what I am saying is that before my daughter said that to me, I didn't really I didn't have a foresight to quit working seven days a week at that okay. moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and but when she said it, though, I'm like, whoa, I need to you know, I need to start coming up with a plan, you know, to make sure that this doesn't, um, this doesn't continue way longer than what it needs to continue. Uh, I can tell you, I honestly, I did not have a plan for it to stop then. But when she said that to me, I then started developing plans. I said, okay, who do I need to hire? How does the schedule need to be structured? What are they going to do when they're there? And when I'm not there, what am I going to be looking at? And what am I going to be doing to make sure that this business stays successful? Like I then started setting up all kinds of stuff to make sure that it was okay that I wasn't away. Um, but my daughter was important to me. 
Um, and, and I'm sorry. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love my team, man. I got a great team of um, uh, of people with my company, but my daughter comes first. And when she said that, I, I mean, and one is on here, he can attest to it. It was a new crystal after that. Like I felt so bad that they was eating those flat pancakes. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to do better than this. You know what I'm saying? For my kids. And, um, you know, I, I just challenge, um, I challenge any, um, you know, entrepreneurs that are on here, when you set your boundaries, you know, make sure that, um, or at least I'll say this, when you start your businesses, make sure that you set boundaries around, um, the people that are most important to you. Um, you know, cause like I said, I, I, I did entrepreneurship because I wanted my, my daughters to have a better future than I did. But at the same time, I, I wasn't creating a good present um, for them. You know, I'm looking at when they turn 15 and 16 and I'm missing out on when they three and when they six. I want the present and I want the future. And so, you know, your boundaries should be, you know, or they should revolve around what's most important. Um, and your yeah. boundaries are set up not to kill you. Oh. I mean, because you can kill your yeah. I mean, literally. You can run yourself ragged doing everything for everybody. Yeah. And so, and then you're no good to anybody. So yeah. these boundaries are really set up. So, I mean, so you just basically won't just kill yourself and, and, and then you won't be any good to anybody. Yeah. Because even as an entrepreneur, uh, and Crystal probably more so than I, when you go home, you're still on. Like your brain is still on. Now that's so a whole other thing. <laughs> Even your presence is there. Your mind is still on. How do you turn off? I don't know. I still have not figured that out. Yeah. So, so you still have to be mindful of, of all of that. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's a lot to even consider and keep considering. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to get a special guest to come on and teach both of us how to turn <laughs> off. Cause I'm... yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of these podcasts. So this is, pro these are conversations that Crystal and I will probably be having. And the reason it works with Crystal, because we're so different, but yet we are a lot alike. Yeah. Like Crystal is, I mean, Miss Dominate. I'm Miss, I'm going to get to it. You know? <laughs> I mean, she is Miss. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, now, now, do now. it. Not get run, 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 run. You know, she was like, where okay. are you? I was like, I'm getting out the shower. Like you, I'm going to be on your, your little, your, we're going to be on the podcast, but you know, so she is ready. Always ready, and I'm like, it's it's gonna be work. It's gonna work out great. Yeah, I think it is, man. I think um, I think I'm like, but she pushes me. She pushes me, and and when I'm in my little rah rah land, and just you know, me moseying alone, you know, she's there to like put some fire under me. So look at that. Uh, I was looking at some comments on here, man. Okay. This is pretty cool. No, there's no questions in there. I don't know. We're almost out of time here. We're trying our yeah. best. To get a uh, a structure, and we're gonna set some boundaries for the podcast. <laughs> so this was our, our very very first podcast. Yeah. The plan this is, is to keep it to an hour. That's our plan, yes. right? Uh, but because we are also doing this this podcast with a quote unquote live audience via our Facebook uh, community, um, we are gonna answer questions if you have them. Uh, inside of the comment section. So if you do have some while we're wrapping up, you probably want to drop those now because I'm I'm closing. This is my first close. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, she she's gonna have three closes, y'all. She, uh, and, and we're gonna say this, and you know, she talks about her businesses, but I'm gonna go ahead and put this out. Crystal is also a newly ordained minister, <laughs> and, and so that you know, I we are super proud. At least I am. I'm yeah. about everybody else. I'm super proud of her. Thank Congratulations, you. Crystal. Thank so now she has to live up to her name and have three closes. So that was the first one, <laughs> and we're probably gonna have a couple more coming. Yeah. Right we're not we're not i'm just trying to help the people understand what it is <laughs> that we try to do here because they're if it's not structured they're gonna think we nuts right so yeah, our conversations right. in the morning are you know they quite off the wall it just starts with a uh the phone is and sometimes and, she just hangs up and like bye like she can't yeah i don't want to say thank you no more it's you so extra uh <laughs> but usually it's full of you know great information and great nuggets and i've been thinking about this honestly for a long time i always said you know me and Cerise had these conversations and I had and she doesn't know it but I had started recording our conversation. <laughs> oh wait a minute when Mrs. that's against the law. This is a two party I'm in Louisiana. I'm in Louisiana. So listen, you know, I'm listen, where you listen, listen. in my state is legal. Uh-uh, uh uh this is a two party state. I need okay. don't start talking uh law lawyer on me. But <laughs> I was recording the conversations because I was like, man, that's some good information. And I wanted to be able to, you know, run back and listen to them again. But the problem is we talk every day. And so I don't ever <laughs> have time to run it back. Um, plus I had a messed up cell phone and then it didn't have no more uh, room on it. So I, they gone now, but I was recording the calls because they no. That's good to know. That's good to know. They were really good. So anything uh, I say can and probably will be used against me. I did keep a few degrees just in case you started to act a little funny on me. I okay. had some light conversation stored okay. on the phone. Good to know. Um, but I wanted to be able to share this type of information because, you know, um, I don't think nobody's really doing this. You know, like a lot of people are most definitely going to say there's a fee attached to the information, you know, that we're um, that we're given. But I, we're just talking. Yeah, I think it's great to be able to uh, learn, grow, and share with other people that want to learn and grow. And this is something that I enjoy doing. I seem to, you know. Because when you see us on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the biggest deal, Cerise. I think if we're being very honest, since we're calling these candid and crucial conversations, um, I think that's probably where some of this came from, is people would just always approach the two of us asking, how did we do X, Y, and Z, when it really came from, you know, us creating that first um, dog show business or from us being our very first network marketing business. Like a lot of our successes now are because of lessons that we learned so far back. And so I just think that if we have some of these conversations in front of people, um, they'll get a, uh, they will have a better understanding of, of the process and what it looks like and some of the things that we have to you know deal with and go through um, as uh, women entrepreneurs. So you can see it wasn't overnight. Nothing is overnight. Yeah. So before we close and in honor of our first uh, candid and crucial conversation. Yes. I, as an interior designer, also have a line I got of mine. fabulous panel, I got mine right which, which is there. So, if you go to my website, and I'll put it, in, I'll put a link in the comments. Oh, oh, I'm actually burning mine. You know, it's behind. mine is burning. I got multiple candles. I got one burning. Don't try to one up me. Golly, I'm burning the candle. It's in the <laughs> other room. Like it just it just helps me focus and concentrate. But if you want to know more about my camps and Valentine's Day is coming up, I got a whole um campaign about bedrooms and candles and oh you know God. designing your bedroom around Valentine's Day. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be lovely. I love this time of love. So that means Mr. Sharice Chappelle is our first official uh sponsor yeah, of the, of the podcast. 
And if you go to my website, I'm going to click the link. Uh, I'm going to put the link in below when we get off this call at some point. But enter CCC15 for Candid Crucial Conversations. CCC15 for 15% off of my candles. You won't regret it. And so just uh, check them out there, all the information. And if you need any more information about my candles, me or design services, reach out and make sure you follow my Facebook page, Cherie Chappelle. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Cherie Chappelle. I just put it in there for you. There okay. Thanks. Thank you. I mean, look, I, great, Crystal. Thanks so much. You're welcome. That's that's what I do. I help okay. you because I know it'll be two days from now before you remember to put the link inside. No, 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 no. I'm shifted. Okay. I'm shifted. <laughs> Sure. Immediately. Oh, I'm so glad you said shifted. So we're doing a live yes. together next week. Yes. In Arkansas yes. at yes. the Soul Shift Conference. Yes, Soul Shifts. And you can yes. visit uh SeanStrickland.com if yes. you want to um participate with that. So, you know, people think overnight success and what is your secret to success? The secret is being around other successful people and being and getting information from people who can help you. That's that's the only secret. I mean, you got to do the work too, but it starts there because you won't know what's possible until you see what's possible. So uh, I think Crystal posted earlier that we started, you know, Crystal, I was going to Tiffany Montgomery's Million Con Millions Conference two years ago. Crystal had never heard of uh, Tiffany Montgomery, but I said, hey, I think you need to go to this. Mm -hmm. And without even doing research, she was like, okay. Uh, I mean, and that was a one life-changing conference. And so we've done personal development, business development yeah. ever since then. We always end up somewhere in the same vicinity. Somewhere. I think she follows me. Like, wherever I go, she follows me. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah, you don't let me go nowhere. I, invite, yeah, I invited you, as I recall. But yes, I, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever, so, man. See, you closed two times. I ain't said nothing. That's yeah, been because me. you because you know we're waiting on the second close. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're trying to let me take take this on out. But I ain't you know, got nothing. I, I have absolutely nothing. We just did our sponsor for the day, Cherie Chappelle. I got my opulence in the background. So um, yeah, it's smelling quite lovely. Yeah, I'm burning opulence too. Oh, I have four candles, but opulence is one. Opulence so. is for married folk only, okay? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 a little lush of velvet here. Yeah, yeah. Um, lush of velvet for single people, even though I'm burning opulence, but I'm, I'm used yeah, to it. Opulence is, is my favorite. Um, but yeah, check those candles out. I need to put the code in there. Say the code one more time. Uh, Sharif, yeah, it's CCC15. CCC15 CCC 15 mm -hmm. for 15% um, off, off the candles. And trust me, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy that 15% off when you go check them out. <laughs> This is a luxury candle line now, isn't it? I mean, you know, they're not cheap, so. No, they're not. You know, I am extra. It's Christmas. I'm all of what Christmas says. It's luxury is what we're calling it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, well, thank you all for um, for bearing through with us today and being with us today. This was fun. I Christmas. thought it was cool. We did very good for our first time. I know. This was great. So, you had minimal distractions with your cell phones. I'm proud of that. I mean, I asked you to put one on silent. You forgot the other. <laughs> It, um, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. I didn't see any questions pop up in the in the feed there, so I'm gonna assume that we don't have any more uh, questions. But uh, feel free if you're watching the um, the replay, uh, you can put questions in there. And Cerise and I will try our best to um, to answer those for you. Um, but until the end, I think it'll be until next week, right, Cerise? Next week around noonish on Friday. Maybe. Uh, oh, let's, no, let's, let's figure that out. 
Alabama will be in the conference. So yeah, but we will. Um, I hope Sean is either watching this now or she's watching the replay because we're definitely gonna uh like real real her in. Oh, we might invite her to join yeah, us. To, to join us in on our uh, candid and, and crucial conversation for next week. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so okay. much. I'm not going to do a sec second, third, fourth, and fifth close on y'all. I'm just going to say, yeah. This is number three. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> not too much. All right. She's so kind. Okay, bye, y'all. Have a good one.